Hi, Creepsters. I'm Barry Marino. And I'm Philip Landry. And this, this is Open Shutters. Scary ghosts, creepy serial killers, all things that go bump in the night. Enjoy the view from the open shutters. <laughs> well, hey, Philip, what's up? We got some good things happened this week. You told me about it, but you got to tell the people. I got to tell everybody that we have actually just today. On Anchor, we have reached 1,000 downloads. Yeah. That is so. That is exciting. That's some big news. Yay. Also, on Twitter, we've reached 1,000 followers. All right now. And this is in only four months. We're not doing bad at all. Not bad at all. And uh, another thing, uh, we just got a new laptop. About damn time. <laughs> and that's why hopefully we're sounding a little bit better to you guys because... It was, uh, well, I have to apologize, first of all, for the Play Misty for Me episode. Yeah. And it, we couldn't really re-record it. I wish we could, but we, we wouldn't be able to get, a lot of our spontaneity is still in there. But I really and truly am sorry about some of the skipping and some of the bad. Uh, it, it, there was some, you know, it almost sounded like a CD that was skipping. It was bad. It was it. weird. <laughs> but uh, actually, we did okay. And we wound up getting this. But that's why we're going to have to discuss on Patron. I'm going to bring it up. We need Patron supporters because we have to pay for this thing. Yep. <laughs> and we're not making any money off of this right now. So if we want this podcast to keep going on, we need subscribers. Please. We're begging, begging, begging now. <laughs> but anyway, I like this. This new computer, it's really, it's, it's so much, it's. I'm looking at it, it's just running faster. I can look at the screen and see how it's getting the how it's getting the sound better. So what's going on with you? So, what have you been so doing? let's talk about what we've been watching. First off, tell, tell, give give them the review of that. Uh, oh yeah, watch that that uh, what lies below. And I gotta be honest, Siri is giving me a little trouble here. Come on, Siri. I hadn't watched it yet. What'd you think? Was it worth watching? Well, I gotta say. Uh, first of all, it was not... I was very disappointed. What it is, is a young girl played by... The young lady played by um, Emma Harbaugh. Harbaugh. She plays a 16-year-old girl named Liberty who comes home to her mom, played by uh, Mina Savary, who y'all might remember was a teenager in American Pie, which she's mom now. And mom, Michelle, has a new boyfriend. And he looks like he just stepped out of something between a Playgirl magazine and gay porn. Oh, la. He's got, he's, he's, okay, he's with, he, <laughs> Drop Dead Gorgeous is the way you prescribe. He's played by uh, Trey Tucker, who's mainly known for being a model. More than anything. And you can see why when you see his acting in this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. But anyway, the movie moved pretty slow. 
And it turns out that she he's not what he seems. And she's finding out more and more and more of these things about him. And it's disappointing what it really turns what the, the, the whole thing turns out to be. It was really um I don't know. I was disappointed. You might like it. It's on Netflix. You guys might like it. I mean, it's got for you gay guys and you women, it's got some really pretty good eye candy. But even after a while, his acting is so bad he doesn't even look cute anymore. You ever saw somebody like that? That you know, sometimes mm, they 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 this when you first see him, you're like, oh, and then after you get to know him, you're like, eh. The brain just makes them. I mean, have you have have you met anybody like that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah so yeah uh, so yeah that's what I, that, that's how I felt about that so uh, what else we got so I actually finally got on the Bridgerton bandwagon and finally watched the first season of Bridgerton oh you know my roommate Curtis talking about that. hot and sexy shit going on. I found it boring. I was sitting around I, well, oh god. Okay. I, 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 I actually get through it. I actually found it kind of comical at parts. I actually enjoyed it. I mean every I mean I mean yeah, some of it I could see if you, if you just were watching the first couple of episodes you'd be like kind of what? But it's well worth it as you get deeper in. Uh, also, um, I finally got to watch the new movie that's been like number one on Netflix of both movies and television shows, Thunder Force, with Octavia Spencer and Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I want to see that one. I haven't seen. Oh that yeah, yet. no, I, you know I ain't gonna give no spoilers. It's something new, but you got to go watch it. These women. I love both them women. These They're women both favorites of are amazing. What I loved is they showed how much females have come how far they've come in film in comedy film in superhero movies it just shows that these women can be themselves they can be sexy well, that's they what can be your fun they can be funny and it's just it's just great and they lead the show both, they don't need the men to make the movie both of these uh, both of these actresses have become huge stars without looking like you know, a, a supermodel or looking like, a, you know, I mean, I, I mean, well, Marilyn Monroe had more than just beauty, but they have a, I, I call it a different type of beauty they have. They're, they're, you know, they're plus size women. Both of them have lost a lot of weight, but they're, they're, they're like average women. They're like somebody you might meet. Yeah. You know, somebody that might be, be working at the store and you know, somebody you can actually relate to. Somebody you might work with. They, they, you know, they're not like these unapproachable you know, glamour model type movie stars, and they also seem like the the, the, the kind of women you want to go have a drink with, yeah. be a friend with, have a good time. You know, yeah, it's kind of like you know what I was saying about the guy in the movie I just saw. He's not somebody you'd want to have a drink with, I uh, uh, have fun with. He's somebody you would want to like have a roll in the hay and then kick him out because he probably wouldn't be that good because he's so into himself. <laughs> so I just want to say they did an excellent job. If you haven't got to watch it, watch it. Basically, they're they're giving us the kind of comedy that Ryan Reynolds was giving us in Deadpool. Let me put it that way. Yeah, they're giving us that kind of comedy. So I'm just really glad that a lot of uh, a lot of entertainment is going. You know, a lot of people are becoming stars because of. 
not because of, of, of their looks now, but because of their talent and their personalities and their charisma. Like Melissa McCarthy wouldn't have been a big star in the 40s. You know, when everybody looked like Hedy no. Lamar. And it's really kind of sad because that that's how it used to be because there's we don't realize how much talent was probably overlooked. Now, I'm not, I don't, when I'm talking about, you know, like, valid, vapid, uh, shallow little beauties. I'm not talking about Marilyn Monroe or Elizabeth Taylor because both of those beauties. Marilyn women, Monroe was intelligent as hell. Well, both of those women were much more than their looks. She was much extre- more. Like, she got reduced to that a lot of times by men, but Marilyn Monroe was super intelligent. And Elizabeth Taylor had a heart of gold. Yeah. She, you know, she, you, you know, all the, all the work she did, the, the age work and everything. Even Audrey Hepburn, life. they tried to oh. demure her, and she was really smarter than her. Than, than, than the place they tried to and take. And Audrey Hepburn just lights up the screen. is not anything she's in, you can't take your eyes off of her. Uh, actually, I was watching, I started a documentary about her. I haven't seen her in, um, ooh, I haven't seen her in many, 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 uh, I hadn't seen the whole thing. I hadn't seen anything in, in many years. But I really and truly haven't had the chance to finish it because I do have a new job now. I told you all about that last week. I'm selling tours in the French Quarter. Oh, good. <laughs> and it's, um, it's okay. I like it all right. But it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's commission only, and that's always rough. You know what I mean? But anyway, so what I want to talk about now is we, something oh, I am watching. Yes. And I'm not finished it yet. Yeah, now we want to get I'm, into stuff I'm that really is creepy. <laughs> end, and this is as creepy as you could get. It's on Amazon Prime. It's called Them. And what it is, it's it's supposed to be a sec- another American horror story. Now, uh, this season's storyline is uh, an African-American family moves in the 1950s. Ooh. Moves into a white suburban neighborhood. Yeah, I haven't got to start it yet, but I'm so and, I um, saw the banner on there. Uh, well, how, are, how are you uh, liking and it? They, they, what it is is they, they're like many African Americans did after the war. What did they call it? The Great Exposition or the Great? What was that called? Well, there was the Great Migration, which the, happened. Great Migration, or something. But that That's, was before World War Two. Well, there was, was one more where, migration. Were, I think that migration out west. They went out west and the out west migrate. Well, the north one happened before World War Two. It was like after World War One kind of deal. The Cabrini Green. They were trying to get away from Jim Crow laws then. And they would move this one. This one they moved to post war though. It was out west because it was a continued migration. Is there? They're they're um, escaping the terrible, horrible, traumatic incident that happens in North Carolina to. The mother and the baby son. Okay, well, I give and too I, much away. Don't spoil it. I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to spoil it. But do you find this out? You know this from the very, very beginning. That's something you don't. You just don't know what until later. And I gotta say, there was one scene in it. And anyone who's seen it is gonna know what I'm talking about. Anybody who hasn't seen it, watch it. But it's a warning. Anyone who hasn't seen it, it's extremely disturbing. Wow. And it was one of those scenes I could not stop thinking about. Even when I went to sleep at night, I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was really, really, it's a horrible thing that happens in this show. But anyway, I recommend it. It's creepy as hell, and it is fun, and it really makes you angry. It really wow. makes you angry at the way people. And uh, one actress I want to um, kill, you know who she is? She's, uh, you saw American Horror Story, right? So yes. The, the cult season, the one. 
about the, the Donald Trump election, and you remember the yeah. two, uh, les the lesbian couple? One of them was Sarah Paulson. Well, uh, Allison oh, Pill was the other one. That's her, yeah, I remember her. And she also she is known... She was the chef, yeah. She's also known for playing uh, Lauren Luft in that uh, Me and My Shadows uh, TV movie about Judy Garland. Okay. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, she played she played the teenage Lauren Luft. Well, this she is nothing short of an evil bitch, a character. Oh, so she's the main one of the main villains. She then. is oh, the wow. main villain. Well, no, she's one of the main villains because there's some really horrendous wow. characters in this in this in this show. Well, now you got me excited. I gotta go watch. Yeah, this. You, yeah, you, you're gonna um, you're gonna like it. You're gonna like. You're gonna enjoy it. So now I want to tell y'all about what I binged. And I mean, when I mean I seriously binged this, I couldn't stop watching it episode after episode. I had had this put in my list, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get around to this. And I can't believe I didn't get around to it earlier. It was Alice in Borderland, and it was in my, I put it in my list on Netflix, and it had just been sitting there. I started this. It is based off of a Japanese manga. It was actually dubbed, so if people prefer dubbing, but I think you can also watch it in the original Japanese with subtitles. I actually watched it in the dubbing because it was pretty decent on the dubbing. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give anything away. Um, let me just say, if you like Hunger Games kind of mixed with Saw, you might actually enjoy this. I never could get into Hunger Games. This is kind of like a sci-fi horror, and it kind of puts you into another dimension. Um, and that's where I'll kind of leave it at. I don't want to give things away, but let me say I was on the edge of my seat, and I can't wait for season two to come along. <laughs> I never could get into Hunger Games. And you're talking about dubbed. Uh, you, you saw the movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, I love Crouching Tiger. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Crouching Tiger. And I, I, I watched the dub version. And what was good about that one is is that the two main characters, the, um, uh, Chow Young-Fat and what's her name, Michelle Yo. Well, they're actually fluent in English, so they dubbed themselves. Right. So all the emotion and everything that was, it, it, that was in their acting was in the English Voices. The only one I loved was Jade. What's her name? Was her name Jade East? Um, the villain, the older. I think so. Woman, Jade something. I don't know, but her. Well, because that actress didn't speak English, so it was a different actress that dubbed her. So she sounded a little dubbed. But it it was the dubbing of those two characters because they both fluent in English. As a matter of fact, she's one of the star. She's the Star Trek. Um, Michelle Yeoh is the Star Trek captain on that new Star Trek show. The, the, the one that's on uh, Paramount Plus. Well, Alice in Borderland, if you like Tokyo, if you like other dimensions, if you like manga, go check it out. Definitely. It is a mind trip. So you got some opits coming up for yes, us, don't uh, we? Yes, we got them. We have them this week. We have them. We have three major obits this week. Okay, first one we got to talk about is Joseph Savaro, who was best known for his roles in The Sopranos and Jersey Boys. He passed away Sunday at the age of 66. Some articles say he was 64. So, uh, and I believe uh, Wikipedia has his birthday as 19... Uh, um, his birth year is 1957. And then uh, in that movie, Database has it as 1955. So it's not really... We're not sure which one it is. But That's anyway, weird. <laughs> his son, uh, his daughter was by his side when, when he died. Now, he was known 
for playing wisecracking East Coast tough guys. In fact, the most famous for playing uh, in the HBO mob drama The Sopranos, in which he portrayed Tony Soprano's father during the flashbacks of the gangster boss's childhood in the 60s. He had other roles from For Life, Law and Order, and The People vs. O.J. Simpson, American Crime Story. He was a graduate of Stanford University and later received his MFA in acting from NYU's Tisch School of the Arts. Um, so anyway, he, um, he caught the acting bug. He was from Washington, D.C., and he, he started off in the theater like a lot of us do and moved his way up to, the, to television and, and movies. And, but his big, um, his big role, his first big role, on stage was uh, Jip DiCarlo, the gangster in the um, U.S. tour hit of the hit musical Jersey Boys. So he was a character actor? He was a character <laughs> actor, yes. And he also had some parts on the big screen in Colado's Way, Adam Driver's The Report, Equ Equally, Equal to e Equity, Motherless Brooklyn, The Wannabe, and Shark Tale. So he was 66. Uh, rest in peace, actor. Oh yeah, actor Michael Imperello, who played Christopher in the, in in uh, Sopranos, said Joe was an excellent actor and a wonderful guy, and he will be missed dearly. All right, so let's move on to our next obit, which is a rapper DMX. He was uh, he was born in 1970, and he died on April 9th. 2021 from uh, after being taken off life support from cardiac arrest. He began rapping in the during the genre's uh, early years. He beatboxed for another rapper before beginning to write his own lyrics. His mixtapes helped build his popularity around New York and he began getting features on other rappers' releases, including LL Cool J. Hmm. And, uh, by the late 90s, he hit a recording contract with Def Jam Records, which is a big rap label. And that's when I was in high school. So we, <laughs> we were all, like, he is part of the culture for those of us that were in high school so in the late you, 90s. you probably knew people who had his debut album. It's oh, dark. no, we all listened to it. It was all over it's MTV. Dark it's dark and hot as hell. It, yeah. it, hell. It's yep. dark and hot as hell is, is the name of his first album. And, then he and all the young ladies wanted to sleep with him. Park, yeah. <laughs> it was nominated for a Grammy in 2001 for the best rap solo performance for Party Up and best rap album. And then there was X. Hearing more Grammy nominations for his single Who We Be. And he was America's favorite hip-hop artist two years in a row, 2000-2001. Yep. Uh, he had begun an acting career, co-starring in Belly alongside other at rappers, and he had a supporting role in Elias' acting debut, Romeo Must Die. You remember Elias? She was the one that killed in a plane crash, wasn't she? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah, you said something yeah. right. Aaliyah. I'm not saying it right, yeah. That's she, okay. Yeah, she was born in 1979, okay. died in 2001. Romeo Must Die was her first, her, for her movie. She was also... The Queen of the Dam. And he's also included Exit Wounds, Cradle of the Grave, Never Die Alone, and Beyond the Law. In 2016, he starred in BET reality series DMX, Soul of a Man. He made other TV period appearances on shows such as Moesha, which was Brandy Norwood's show, yeah. Bird Watch, and Eve. Now, he had some legal troubles. He was arrested a number of times and served several prison and jail sentences. 
His offenses included reckless driving, resisting arrest, car carjacking, drug possession, and animal cruelty. Oh. Animal cruelty, really? He, re You know what? Uh, that was in his younger years. and his later years, he fought a lot of his demons, and he really tried to work hard to reform himself from a lot of the drug usage and the problems that he had from when he was younger. Yeah. So, And it's it's really sad, though. I think his body had taken a toll from everything. Yeah, he said, you know, his, he loved performing. He said performing in front of people is beyond high. He will always high. be a part of hip-hop Any culture. drug can duplicate. <laughs> Just being on stage, period, knowing that there is so much love out there, I pray before I go on stage with everyone in the room. And at the end of the show... He stopped, he stopped it with a prayer on stage. I think maybe 60% of the time that I get off stage, I'm so emotionally overwhelmed, I just break down. That was from a 2019 uh, interview with JQ. So, DMX, stand at 50. Rest in peace, DMX. Rest in peace, DMX. Okay. Here we go. This is the big one. Oh, you've been waiting, honey. You oh, know. Oh, <laughs> this old fuck finally, finally bit it. I've been waiting for him, and he finally is gone. Prince Philip, husband of Queen Elizabeth II, is dead at 99. I shouldn't be laughing, but you've been... Wait up. People got to understand. Don't be hating on me. I have been hearing Barry has been, like, foaming at the mouth. Waiting. Well, he on. goes in the hospital. He's 99 years old. I'm going, good. Because we had no deaths out. A death I'm going to be able to record. <laughs> and the fucker pulls through. I'm going, like, Jesus Christ, is this man, what, what is he? Is he Jason Voorhees or something? <laughs> yeah. But he's gone now. So we can report his death. So go on with the obit. Get, yeah, he was the Duke of Alberta, and he married the future queen in 1947. And brought the monarchy into the 20th century, but his occasional tactless comments hurt his image. He was kind of nasty to Princess Diana, wasn't he? And while she was alive, yes. Yeah. Even after she was dead, he was like, he got snarky. What did she do now? And then he found out, she, well, she died, bitch. At least for the grandsons, he was he was nice about He did her. walk with the grandsons. I and he was that. nice towards them about her, even if he didn't. Uh, anyway, um, he, he wasn't British, he was Greek, he was, uh, yeah. he was a Greek prince, and, um, he died just as the Buckingham Palace was against in turmoil, this time over, over Winfrey's explosive televised interview last month with Philip's grandson, Prince Harry, and Harry's wife, Meghan. You know, the couple in self-imposed exile in California logged accusations of racism and cruelties against members of the Holy Family. Of the Holy Family. The Royal Family. The Holy. They are not holy. <laughs> he called himself the first gentleman of the land, and he tried to shepherd into the 20th century. I mean, you know century. she is the head of the Anglican Church, though. Yeah, she is. So, in yeah, a way. So they are the Holy Family. In a way. <laughs> so, they married. Uh, when they married on November 20th, 1947, he was 26, and she was 21. And Britain was still recovering from World War II. And, you know, the, the, the royal family was kind of like in dire straits because uh, King Edward VIII had abdic uh, uh, ab <laughs> abdication, abdicted, I can't get that word out, over his love for Wallace Simpson, Simpson American, and uh, divorced American and was still re <laughs> reverberating a decade later. 
So the wedding held out promise that the monarchy like nation would survive. This is a big royal wedding. Well, and I have to I admit, you have to admit, their love, their now the love between Elizabeth and Philip was something adorable. There is some humor. There are some photos you can see where they really were cute together. Yeah, you know, over the years. Well, I tell you, did you see those pictures of him towards the end? He looked like a walking corpse. Well, you know, who who really does look good at the end with that? I mean, just saying. Uh, well, she she don't look too bad, but I'm she looks up. good. You know? I was my biggest problem with him is the way he treated Princess Diana. I didn't like that. I know, and a lot of people don't forget that. You and, know, and a lot uh, of people have not forgotten. I feel really bad about. Let me tell you how I feel about Princess Diana, and I'm sure we have we actually have listeners in the UK. I hope that they're not fans of the royal family or anything, but the royal family really. That girl was thrown into the spotlight without any kind of priming or anything, without not knowing what to expect. And she became the most famous woman in the world. And I think she handles herself pretty well, considering... Very well in my book, from what I saw. Her husband, and that horrible woman he was having an affair with, I'm sorry, Camilla is a cunt, in my opinion. <laughs> I hate that bitch. <laughs> I cannot stand her. I think the only reason why Charles married her is because it's the only way he could be the good-looking one in the relationship. I mean, that woman looks like she's ready to bunch on Alpo. Okay, I'm not you saying it, Barry. I, I'm saying it, and I don't care who, who anybody thinks about it. Yeah. I hope she's listening. I don't want that woman to like me. <laughs> So I was always felt it. I always had a soft spot for Princess Diana. The way she was treated, and the royal family was not real nice to her. The queen wasn't real nice to her. And anyway, the queen ain't no prize herself. So, so be it. And so be it. So Probably anyway. the only noble thing we can really say to leave on Prince Philip is his years in service of the military. Yeah. That part. and he was nice enough to die. <laughs> True. That that at least we could say that part's honorable. What yes. he did in the royal family, maybe not so much, but his service in the military, that we can at least say was honorable. Mm, and he was nice enough to die. <laughs> okay. I am not a big fan of the royal family, as you can see. You and I'm not a huge fan you either. Have not heard I just him. try to respect. Don't it. even stop me on Prince Charles. Don't even start. Okay, well, that's stars. a whole other basket case. I'd even have to. And Camilla. That. Well, you oh, know, well, that's already went off on Camilla. That's a whole different basket case. I already went off on Camilla. Um. So you want to let the viewers now, unless uh, viewers, listeners, y'all can view us. Y'all view us through the air. I don't know. Uh, you want to let the listeners know about the uh, Patreon account and the oh, our Patreon account. And speaking of viewers, we you know with the new uh, laptop, who knows? We may be. We able, might be. We may be able to go YouTube. We <laughs> might. Uh, yeah. So this is a. Um, we have a new laptop. It has cost us some money, and we. I hate. Oh, you know, I really hate when I listen to podcasts, and they go begging for you to join these. The Patron and all these different different types of uh, support. But we really and truly need it because we don't really make a whole lot of money from our sponsors. Mm. One of our sponsors is my own company, which doesn't have any money to start off with. And another one of our sponsors is Anchor, which pays us very, very little. I'm, I'm going to be honest. 
But uh, with your support, we don't want you to just give us money for nothing. We're going to give you some bonus episodes. Matter of fact, this week, this is our uh, second episode of our third season. And our series, Shady Ladies, the Madams of New Orleans. Uh, last week, we gave you Josie Arlington. This week, we're giving you Lulu White. With, and then um, we're going to do a combination next week of Emma Johnson and uh, what's the other one's name? Willie Piazza. And for our last one, we're doing The Last Madam of New Orleans, Norma Wallace. That one's going to be a good one. But we're also giving you two bo 